Good morning, good morning, everybody. Morning, a few of the early birds jumping on. Morning, Alison, Sean, Brendan, James. Good to see you guys. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat on Friday. Friday, fabulous day of the week. Uh, good to see everyone jumping on. Let me know if you can hear me well. I think I've got my technology back on track. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I had some uh, internet issues. It wasn't internet. It was my my uh, Wi-Fi slash internet to my office. I've got a studio up the back of my property where I live. Uh, I live on acreage and uh, my office is, you know, a, a good chunk away from the house, a couple of hundred metres away from the house. And... Um, the internet to my studio was just absolutely rubbish. And I was troubleshooting for like days trying to work it all out. And uh, yeah, found out the problem yesterday. You wouldn't believe it. I replaced the whole cable back to the house. And uh, the problem was one small, minute broken wire right at my feet in my office. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> uh, there you go. Anyway, back on track. Uh, it's Friday and uh, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Great to see all of you guys here. And um, today I wanted to jump in and have a little chat. Uh, I got a comment in the, the chat yesterday about consolidation and debt reduction. So we'll do that in a minute. Um, but uh, for those who uh, are new, if anyone's new, dropping by saying hello for the first time, uh, chuck your name in the chat. And say hello, tell us where you're dialing in from, where you're Zooming, not Zooming, live streaming in from. Great to have you here if you are new. Uh, and if you're returning, as always, welcome back. Great to have the regulars like Bob and Hardik and Brendan and Sean and Allison and, and uh, the rest. Chris, good morning. Great to see you guys here. Fantastic um, to hang out as always. For the newbies, this is something we've been doing fairly regularly, 8.05, usually each day, 8.05 to 8.07-ish, kind of uh, get the party started, quick coffee chat, and uh, a talk about property investing. I've been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand, uh, over 18, and uh, there you go. Um, uh, so if you like this, then uh, hello. Oh, hey, good morning, Beck, all the way from Gladstone. There you go. Wonderful Gladstone. How is it up there? It's a bit, uh, getting a bit hot and muggy, isn't it, in Queensland right now? Anyway, enough talk about the weather. Let's get on with today's show, uh, which is about the idea of um, debt reduction and kind of how you do it. How do you transition from that consolidation space to the lifestyle space? So let's dive in. Let's have a bit of a chat, a wealth coffee chat, matter of fact, about that. Uh, as we go along. So you guys may have seen this before. If you knew, you may not have. But we talk about the investing process, a property investment process, probably any investment process uh, in, the, in, the, um, in the sense of there's three phases to what we do as we build our portfolio. The acquisition phase, just a fancy way of getting on with buying the things that you need to buy for the wealth and the cash flow you need. The consolidation phase. This is the most dangerous phase, by the way. This is where people lose faith, uh, you know, think there's a faster, better, quick, get rich, quick scheme way, etc. So we'll talk about that in a minute. And the lifestyle phase. This is the phase where, you know, uh, we use our assets 
our wealth that we've created to uh, transform the way we uh, live in the world? Do we have to go to work and exchange time for money? You know, do we stop working one day, two days, three days a week? Do we just buy a caravan and rack off for the rest of it? Whatever it is, whatever that is for you, this is where we sort of start to, you know, put that plan together. So let's just quickly do a little recap on, you know, how this concept uh, works uh, for those who are new and also for everyone here, all right? Let's do, uh, let's do this. For most people, we have a, an owner-occupier home, a PPR, Prince Place of Residence, PPR, hopefully you can see that, and you have some sort of income, okay? And if you don't have a Prince Place of Residence, you'll have some cash or some money to start investing with. So this is usually the starting point for all of us as investors. We start out with an asset, and the two assets that are pretty important to sort of get your head around are your income, how to make the most of it, and the the asset that you have, which many of us aren't using very well. Uh, that I've done plenty of other videos on that, so be sure to check those out. So we start out and we go, all right, well, the number one thing I hear from a lot of people, and chuck it in the chat for me right now, um, and it's one of my most popular videos ever um, when it comes to property and also mortgages and debt, a lot of people are, are conditioned to ask a question, how do I pay my home off sooner, okay? Now, um, and uh, there's only one thing you can do, ladies and gents, to pay your home off sooner. There's no tricks to it. Uh, you basically have to make extra payments. That's it. But the problem is for many of us, we don't have extra money left over at the end of our week and fortnight and month when it comes to our income and the consumption of our life. That's when you come and catch up with me and the coaches and we say, hey, there's another way to think about this. And also in acquisition, if you want to build a life, which is uh, uh, you want some income, right? Because you want cash flow down here, team. You want cash flow, all right? You want dollars coming out to you like that magic Tim Tam packet. I don't know if everyone remembers that ad, the magic Tim Tam packet. Eat a Tim Tam and then there's another Tim Tam. I want one of those Tim Tam packets. Um, so you want the cash flow down here. How do we use what we've got to get that cash flow? And the question that was asked yesterday is like, I've got some stuff. I've got some properties. I've got some debts. I've got some assets. How do I now transition from consolidation to lifestyle? And I was going to drop a few tips about that today. So let's quickly have a little look at what this might look like. You decide you want to grow some assets. You get on with the idea of purchasing some real estate investments. Um, and over time, which might be, which might be, okay, this is usually between three and 10 years, what we call the acquisition phase, okay? Arranging your assets and your resources in a way you can deploy and maximize the number of the value and the number of things that you own for your portfolio, e.g. number of properties, okay? Get busy buying, okay? What we do want is these properties 
to be positive cash flow. You want them to take care of themselves and you don't want to have too much, um, you know, uh, a negative uh, cash flow impact on your lifestyle, which is fair enough. Over here in consolidation, sometimes what we need to have a look at is different to the acquisition phase and that's what we're going to talk about today, right? So the idea for all of us right now is that our value, our wealth starts out with our PPR, with our investments and over time, over time, over a 15 to 20 year time frame, 15 to 20 year time frame, you would want, you would hope, you would often see your value that you create here, let's call that, let's call that $3 million worth of real estate in your acquisition phase, 3 mil turn into 6 mil over here, okay? After 20 years of owning the right bit of real estate, it goes from 3 mil to 6 mil, okay? Everyone cool with that, okay? Following along. Now, when we start out, the debts that we have on these properties, uh, and let's just do a very rough calculation here uh, when it comes to the, the debt uh, ratio across all of your, your properties in your portfolio. Um, if you think about, all right, what loan-to-value ratio would you sort of sit at and have a look at you know, your portfolio? Um, let's just do... This is being a little bit of a... Um, let's just do a 90%. Um, let's do 90%, right, LVR across our portfolio and uh, have a little look, right? So let's do 90% of our debt, right? So for the most part, in the beginning, our debt, our debt level stays the same. So 90% is 2.7 mil, Okay. Now we've all we've talked about this. Those those of you in the mentoring program and you've um, you've you've listened to us before. The debt is if you can do it in that first five to ten years, all debt. If you are in acquisition phase, all debt becomes uh, interest only. Okay. Now it doesn't mean you can't make extra payments or pay loans off, and that's another video I've done before. So I'm not going to go through that one. Um, you, you put it in an offset account and so on. There's other ways to, to manage and control your money. You guys know this. So the debt is 2.7 mil. Now, folks, even if, even if you never pay it off, which, uh, you won't be able to do 30 years of interest only, uh, in, in most circumstances. But imagine, imagine even if that debt stayed at 2.7 million, so 2.7 million, okay, you would now have a net worth of $3.3 million, okay? Now, the gap over here, the gap over here is what creates the cash flow, okay? It creates the cash flow. The longer you go down here, the less the, the, the level of debt matters, Okay? So everyone following along, um, good morning to Facebook user who popped by. Um, nice little coffee right there, which is good. So hopefully that's making sense, team, um, because the longer you leave this debt at whatever level, the, the more the value rises, the less the debt psychologically, emotionally, or financially matters, 
in this space. Now, what will happen for most of us is we will be forced to uh, pay our PPR, our principal place of residence, off. And for most of us, we would like to have that PPR debt reduced um, by about year 15 to year 20. So 15 to 20 is where you should have your zero debt on a PPR if you've got a 15-year runway starting today, okay? No stress if you haven't, by the way, right now. The other place, tell me, folks, if you're listening in right now, there are two places where you can debt reduce a bit of real estate quite quickly, um, and it makes sense to debt, debt reduce um, the, the, uh, the debt quite quickly, okay? Where, so one is your own home, and where's the other one? Um, it's a bit of a trick question. Hey, thanks, Anthony. Yeah, the uh, the Samsung flip, uh, flip it's called, and it's a, a very cool whiteboard, so I quite, quite enjoy it. Uh, it's a good one. So tell me, team, do you know where, how do we own, what's another way you can accelerate? Boom, Chris, boom. Equity arbitrage, yes, Hardik. That is um, another way. And business for sure, yeah. Okay, a self-managed super fund, you have to make contributions to the super anyway. Imagine... 10, 12, 15, 27 and a half thousand dollars a year and you're in, you get a tax deduction for putting that money in, you pay a debt off which owns a re- piece of real estate in super and inside of super when you retire, it's tax free and income tax free. Not a bad little idea. All right. A couple of the other ones there, which was good. Hardik talked about equity arbitrage. I love love, love equity arbitrage for accelerating your debt reduction on your home, okay? Um, And uh, we won't talk about that one today, but if you want to know what equity arbitrage is, team, it's an absolute fantastic strategy. Uh, And someone said business. Yeah, for sure. Many business owners can own some real estate that they run their properties, their businesses out of. I I own uh, two commercial properties where I run my business from, uh, and my business pays those properties um, uh, off faster than I would with after-tax dollars because we pay with pre-tax dollars. Okay, cool. Good. Excellent stuff. Um, There you go, team. And also, if you guys didn't know, if you're a business owner, you can get up to $2 million capital gains tax-free for a piece of real estate in your future if you sell it as if you're structured properly. Anyway, that's another video I've done before. Anyway, there we go. I'm getting a bit excited and distracted. Okay, so down here, down here, how do we accelerate cash flow? How do we transition from this consolidation phase to um, the cash flow phase? And there's a couple of things. Um, uh, good question, Nigel. Uh, the, the short answer, Nigel, is no. They're not that comfortable. Uh, but there's a, there's a but, you know, uh, in that answer. Nigel, it depends on the loan-to-value ratio of your portfolio. Now, when you have your properties with much more equity than you want to borrow, okay? So, Nigel, imagine this. You've got $5 million worth of real estate. You've got $1 million worth of debt, right? That's a 20% loan-to-value ratio, uh, I would be able to get you an interest-only loan at 20% um, loan-to-value ratio every day of the week. Not a problem. No one's going to cry in their soup about it, right? But Nigel, if you had a million dollars worth of real estate and $900,000 worth of debt and you were 60 years old, uh, no one will touch that with a barge pole. 
Okay, so um, hopefully that answered your question, Nigel. Good, good question, mate. Thank you for the question. So, team, we're travelling along in our life. We've acquired some of our real estate. We, we've, um, we've got some other assets, I'm sure, some, some, um, some uh, shares and, and bits and pieces. So over here, if you have a look at this, our net result right now, what are we, what are we on here? Let's do this. In this section here, uh, and most likely, most likely, by that stage, our debt would have reduced a, a smidgen. Okay, we might have reduced some of our debt in our home. Uh, we might have reduced some of our debt if we own real estate in a self-managed super. So let's look at that. So let's look at this 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 result here. We have a good chunk of value in this section here. So let's call that you know that that might be two point five million of equity value right now that we have in our portfolio. So we've got a choice. We have a choice at this stage. And let's just say, let's just say we have a million dollars worth of debt left over here. So we have two choices. Uh, I'm going to make this a bit bigger so we can talk about it. Number one, at this stage, consolidation, you can sell some properties. Okay, that is that is no issues with that. And some of the property investors, that's a smart maneuver. For most of you who are able to, in the acquisition phase, acquire a few more properties than uh, than you need. So let me let me say this a little bit better. If you can get to sort of six, seven, eight, ten properties, team, this sell process later on. Spot on. If you if you want to eliminate debt and, and that's your goal, okay? But if you're over here and you get sort of one, two, three, four properties, and there's nothing wrong with that part either, like if you only get a small acquisition done, the sell part at this point actually is not the smartest move, okay? So hopefully everyone, so if you've got sort of five or less properties, I, I would say don't sell. If you've got, you know, eight plus properties, if you've got five or less, um, selling works. I, I just wanted to put that there. Yeah. Um, and Bali's already onto it. <laughs> You're stealing my thunder, Bali. You're stealing my thunder. <laughs> okay. Let's let's run with um, uh, Bali or Bailey. Bailey, Bali. Let me know if it's, if it's that, uh, if I've got it right. So if you are going to sell, if you are going to sell, then there's a couple of places, a couple of things you can sell for debt reduction, right? And and Bali's onto it, right? So you go, right, you can sell your principal place of residence, PPR, PPR. Now, tell me right now, you guys, yeah, it's like the island, oh, cool, mate. Um, tell me right now, what is our strategy with our principal place of residence team? Tell me, what is the strategy? If we're sitting, if we're starting out now-ish, what is the strategy with your principal place of residence? Tell me what it's called. And if you don't know, I'll let you know in a second. Um, but what is the strategy? It's a three times strategy for your PPR. What is that? Tell me what it is. All right. Uh, Hardik asked me a question. Uh, SMSF, is it good um, or when to set up? Hardik, it's a good question. It's it all depends, obviously. Uh, I think it's amazing. It's the most tax efficient way to own an asset we have access to in Australia. Um, so yes, it's awesome. 
there is some limitations of, of what you can own and how much you can get in there, Hardik, okay? Um, but uh, reach out to your coach, Hardik, and uh, they'll connect you with the right qualified person to have a bit of a chat, okay? Boom, Chris. Chris nailed it. Ladies and gents, and this is kind of um, uh, for you, Bali. Every single one of you should upgrade your principal place of residence three times in a 20 to 30-year period, okay? Now, that's kind of a rough rule. If you end, if you live in a place you love, right, if you live in a place you love, like me, where I live right now, I absolutely love, I have no intention of moving, what do you do? You can still do the principal place of residence upgrade. My house here now is starting to get a bit old. When we moved here, it was about 12 years old. Now, uh, you know, 13 years later, um, it's getting pretty long in the tooth. It's 25 years old. Um, my wife and I, boom, Karen, on it. My wife and I now have plans to renovate our property in the next few years. Um, and the neighbourhood has accelerated so fast in value, we have now, our the, the, the house that is on our property now, we've got a lot of land, is not the highest and best use. Sam talked about this before, okay, team? So at some point, when we renovate our property, we can add um, well over a million dollars worth more value to our real estate by adding, upgrading the property that the house on the, the, on the land. Okay, hopefully that made sense to you guys. If you are living in a small house now, in 10 years' time, you need to move to a bigger house in a better neighbourhood because Bali is right. If your PPR was worth, you know, uh, $800,000 now, you need to upgrade it to a $1.6 million next. Then after that, you need to upgrade it to a $3.2 million. That's the That's the process. Anyway, getting a bit distracted today. I'm enjoying this chat with you guys. Um, there you go. Uh, if you don't have a Prince Place of Residence, that's not the end of the world. I would highly encourage you to get one at some point because it is the only piece of real estate in your own name you will ever be able to have a tax-free sale on, okay? Um, so um, there you go. So team, hopefully that's making sense. Upgrade your Prince Place of Residence a number of times. Over here, you sell your PPR. And the other one is um, property, real estate, any asset at a certain stage in your SMSF is capital gains tax-free also. So you can have some tax-free sales that can reduce your debt, okay? I am loathe. I do not like the idea of selling your investment properties because they are the ones creating the cash flow, okay? So... Um, if you're selling, think about how can I be efficient, okay? The other way, which um, which I prefer, is that you do equity arbitrage, okay? Borrow money from your wealth here, your $2.5 million worth of wealth, and, and borrow it at 3% and invest it where you can get 8, 10, 15, 20% return per annum on that capital, boom, happy days. You can use it to accelerate the rest of the debt if you want, or 
you could just live off it if you want to, okay? So I thought I was going to be able to get through this one today um, in good time. I've even got a spreadsheet to show you guys, but I've run out of time. I've run out of time. So this is a, this is a good chat today. So um, looks like it's uh, bringing up a, a few great questions. So, um, yep, Karen, absolutely, mate. Um, buy well, never sell relates to your PPR. Totally does. Totally does. Owning a good principal place of residence that at some point in the future you would sell capital gains tax-free. Listen to me, folks. Everyone will sell their home at some point. And if your PPR over here, if you're 70, uh, like I've got acreage here. Like, I mean, at some point I'm going to be sick of the place. It's too big. You know, we're going to rattle around in it, right? When I sell it, mate, not a not a cent of tax on this thing. I'm like, I'm going to be boom. Like, that's going to be a $6 million exit tax-free when I'm 70. And along the way, right, I'm going to get all these other benefits. Everyone, everyone, all of you guys can can make sure um, you've got a version of that in your future, okay, um, as you go. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, Alison, it, it is um, it is a little bit more challenging with the army. There are some rules with the army in your Prince Place of Residence, Alison, that you get um, you get some um, you're allowed a little bit more leeway. And Alison, just so you know, by the way, there is a reset. There's a six year PPR reset. You live there for one year. You've only got to move back there literally for a week. There's no rules around this. Within six years to reset. It for another six years, and it's still your PPR capital gains tax free. Just so you know, so Alison, maybe we can chat about what that looks like, because there's some very smart ways to do it. All right, uh, Lisa, forty nine, just bought your first PPR. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, you did right, Lisa. The, the equity creation at the moment is just off the off the charts, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice barley all over the six year rule. Good work, mate. Um, there you go. Karen, is there some is all SMSF sales capital gains tax free? Uh, only when it's pension phase, Karen. Only when it's pension phase, okay? But it's quite low um, in at this point as well. Capital gains tax in a, a super fund is ten percent, even in accumulation phase. Uh, there you go. Uh, Bob, Bob, uh, you can uh, you can join. Some of the equity arbitrage opportunities that we're doing uh, in the mentoring program, make sure you reach out to your coach, Bob. Uh, they'll let you know um, if you can jump on a few of those. Um, we're doing them. Um, so, yeah, give us, uh, give us a shout out, mate, if you want the 20% returns. We just, we just finished one of the equity arbitrage projects, 20, 21.6% return to our clients. Um, pretty nice. So, yeah, um, away you go. Uh, <laughs> no one wants to live in Lake Weirdo anyway. You're dead right. There you go. Uh, Janelle, you got to rent out your home and move into a cottage on the property. Boom. That's awesome. Uh, make, Janelle, make sure, Janelle, make sure you, you do a valuation or even a desktop valuation or an RP data valuation on the day you move out. Um, folks, make sure you collect like a physical paperwork valuation on your own home every year. Because um, it's important when your accountant asks, oh, what was it worth in, you know, 2022? And they want to calculate certain things, Janelle. Um, you'll need that. Um, away you go. Ah, perfect. All right, team. 
great to hang out and chat with you guys. Uh, thanks for being active in the chat. It's always awesome to, to get some engagement. Um, and um, yeah, I'm a bit over time now, but uh, uh, hopefully it was worth it. Looks like it's uh, it's a worth well worth uh, worthwhile chat. Anyway, guys, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. You guys be awesome. Uh, be well. Um, we will be uh, um, Andy and I. We haven't done a Wealth Wine and Wisdom for a couple of weeks because we've been in a couple of courses. But uh, if you're up for it, we do another Wealth Wine and Wisdom, a full hour breakdown of what's been in the news this week, uh, team. So uh, let us know. Uh, thanks, Julie and Hardik and Graham. Great to see you guys. Alison, Janelle. Uh, yes, Alison, Wealth Wine and Wisdom is on. It's on. Um, anyway, I better go. I better let you go. Sure, we've all got work to do somewhere. <laughs> all right, folks. You guys be awesome. Have a good one. See you at Wealth Wine and Wisdom if you're there. Adios. Bye-bye.